0: welcome once again to another edition of the all-american spook show podcast as always i'm josh and i'm joined here with my good friend will and the professor smoke it's that time of the year we're gonna do it up big this year we're finally in october so we're celebrating our second anniversary this month and uh of course the big halloween or you know the big holiday i should say for us halloween at the end of the month so this is kind of like our christmas our our new year's whatever our super bowl whatever you want to compare it to this is it for us so we figured it was a good time to kick it off with a yeah, watch uh, charlie brown Yeah. <laughs> It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yay! <laughs> All right! This will be about a 15-minute episode.
1: Uh, so I um, hope you have a quick drive. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but we figured it was an appropriate uh, title to kick it off with All Hallows Eve from 2013, which I believe is kind of like the feature film debut of, uh, of one of, I, I I mean, dare you say, uh, kind of a modern-day horror icon, or at least the beginnings of one, and Art the Clown. I mean, is that is that a stretch, smoke, to say that? no, no.
2: no he's uh, he took off like. Uh, I mean, you know, this is the movie that started it. Even more so once, uh, once we will get into that. But once the movie Terrifier came out, he just really blew up. You know?
0: so, like you said, this is where it begins. You know, it's, it's kind of the art, the clown show, I guess. You know, or the beginnings of it. Uh, and I'm sure we'll get around to his other appearances in Terrifier. And I believe there's a Terrifier two that has either already it's been. been work, ma- yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. I, I, they, they've either already filmed it or they're going to something. I think they've already filmed it or at least started on it because I, 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 think I saw in passing something about that. But there is another, uh, I guess, uh, misadventure of Art the Clown coming eventually at some point. But this is kind of where you know it began, and uh, I, I guess it's all kind of the brainchild of uh, direct, the director, the same guy that directed this, Damien Leone, because uh, this is like parts of like short films that he put together to make this kind of thing. But like, so the the short films were, I guess, technically the debut of Art the Clown. But it became a bigger thing with this and then Away to the Races once, like he said, once Terrifier came out. So, But we figured it was a good uh, opportunity to, you know, at, le- at least the name of the uh, movie, All Hallows Eve, is a good introduction to the month of October. And we, and, uh, I th- we're hoping, if everything goes to plan, you know how it is with us sometimes. Uh, <laughs> we're hoping to have a bigger uh, month this, this year as far as, like, uh, you know, things that you'll be able to see. Like, we're going to have a few YouTube videos. And we're hoping to have uh, one episode come out every week, leading us all the way up to our second anniversary spectacular on Halloween Day. Before we get too deep into uh, anything else, I'll go ahead and throw out the usual information. You can email us at allamericanspookshow at gmail.com, you know, for any questions, comments. Uh, and like we uh, we said last episode, we're throwing, out, we're throwing it out to you guys to give us some ideas for what you might want um, when we start up our Patreon here pretty soon. We've gotten a few ideas, so... Uh, you know, send us your comments and your thoughts or whatever, what you'd like to see. You know, what what would you actually, you know, want to throw down and do a monthly Patreon for, um, from us? What can we deliver? So, uh, you know, that way we can give some of you guys what you're, you know, what you would actually want, want from us. You know, um, the podcast will always be here and it's always the free podcast, but, you know, the Patreon would be a place where we could put some extra stuff, you know, some cool content, things we wouldn't normally do here on the regular show we can do over there. So, uh. Just uh, email us show at gmail.com for that. Or you can message us on Twitter. That's at, at AASpookshow. Um, we have an Instagram page, a Facebook page, a YouTube page. You can find us by searching for All American Show. We have a Tee Public page. Once again, you know, just look up All American Show. We have some logoed merchandise and some other, uh, you know, kind of cool designs there. You can go check out and they put it on shirts and face masks and mugs and pillows and all kinds of random stuff so you know if you if you want to help support the cause you can go over there and pick up something which i know we've had recently a couple people pick some stuff up so uh we definitely appreciate that you guys you can i mean basically you just go on google search for all american spook show and a lot of this stuff's going to come up you know and we're and we're pretty much on all your platforms you know to find the 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 podcast on uh, apple podcast i think google's kind of changing the the way they're doing things but you can find us there i mean pretty spotify Uh, Tune in. um, Tons of others that I'm forgetting about. So pretty much all the major ways you get your podcast, you can find us there. So I guess uh, before we go any further, I can go ahead and toss to the trailer for All Hallows Eve from 2013.
1: Babysitting on Halloween night? That's just asking for trouble. Yeah,
0: tell me about it. It's already been quite an eventful evening. Some creep slipped a videotape into Timmy's candy bag while we
1: were trick-or-treating. A videotape? You should see what's on it.
0: It off. It's too violent for the two of you. Do you think that clown was real? No, it's just make-believe.
1: Demons, witches, monsters. That, that doesn't exist.
2: Please! The killer's out here! It's following me!
1: Who's following you?
0: And there you go. That's the trailer. So, Will, this is the first time you've seen this, right? Yeah. So, what'd you think? What's your what's your gut your gut reaction? Your first initial reactions
1: to it? Uh, wasn't necessarily in love with it. Yeah. I mean, I guess going into it, I assumed that that it was a bigger movie than I guess it is. So, uh, I guess I was expecting a little bit more, and I guess I was a little let down. I don't know. You mean
0: like? A bigger movie, is terms of like budget wise or just like hype wise kind of thing? What, like, what exactly you mean?
1: Well, like like the thing that kept jumping out at me, and I guess, do you know what the budget was on this? Because not not that it necessarily has to be like a huge budget movie, but like like everything, just the, the, a lot of the things, the way it was shot, just didn't look good.
0: I'm not seeing. To me, I'm not seeing a budget right away, but I wouldn't imagine it's a very big budget. Yeah it sounds like they basically just kind of shot some new stuff and surrounded it with, like, uh, at least two short films that the director had already done before. Like, they were already done and in the can. They just kind of threw those in I guess, made some other stuff and then put some stuff around it kind of thing. So it couldn't have been an extremely expensive movie to put together, I wouldn't
1: think. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the acting in it, at least in the the, the little babysitter and the two kids and the definitely like the first like little scene the, the acting in it just i really did not feel it <laughs> you know like a lot of movies you know like the opening of the movie man you you need to you need to be hitting on all cylinders so you can get sucked in uh, i swear it's something like they were reading the the script off of a, a card or something
0: <laughs> <laughs> which I, I would guess some natural comparisons at least a little bit it's going to be about one movie that we did way back at the beginning of the of the spook show um, trick-or-treat you know because it's built a similar way although not as you know crafty about it right i'm not i'm not directly comparing it but as far as anthology, right it has a little bit of yeah i think it just didn't have as much uh
2: people going into this movie were not as well experienced i guess as the people making trick-or-treat were
0: well well yeah, of course and the budget <laughs> you know <laughs> and the but yeah and the budget i so. mean trick-or-treat actually had like a big movie studio and a, and a budget behind it as a, yeah and pe- like you said people with experience as opposed to this you know because yeah. um, this was Damien Leon's uh, feature film directorial debut so clearly the experience level right <laughs> when they made <laughs> right, this right. smoke what about you? what were your was this the first time you've seen this or what were your initial reactions upon it? No, this is the second second time I think I'd seen it.
2: Uh... I didn't see it when it first came out. It probably wasn't until about maybe three years ago, three maybe four years ago when I saw it. Yeah, initially when I saw it, it was kind of that. I didn't know what it was, what I was going to be getting into as far as budget or anything. You know, of course, his first movie, I hadn't heard of him before. This is way before Terrifier had come out. So, I watched it and I was kind of like Will was saying. It's, you know, you got you get these little blurbs that you like. You can see where he's got it. He's got ambition. You know, it's got the ambition there, but maybe you know the budget and expertise and handling it wasn't there yet. Uh, but I still thought there was something there that. uh it drew me into it, and that Art the Clown character was cool, of course. And uh, so this time around, second time around, I liked it a little bit better than the first time. And of course, you know, I've seen Terrifier since this movie, so. And I think he's he upped his game as far as the same director to Terrifier. Yeah. And uh, once we finally get to that movie, you can see where he had a little bit more budget and more expertise in
0: filmmaking. I enjoyed it the first time around, liked it a little bit better this time it's funny how we do enough of these you know we talk we do this show long enough and we talk about these things long enough you know about the budgets and the behind the scenes stuff and all that that you see that it's funny how some people can make a certain amount of money go a lot further than others can you know it's weird i guess you see the oh, talent yeah. level you know i'm not knocking him but yeah you see the experience level and the talent level when you can see some, and I can't think of any uh, anything to compare it to right away, but you'll see some that have probably a similar budget that can spit yeah. out something that looks a little better than this kind of thing, right? You know, it's odd that way, but I guess it just is what it is. Um, and
2: in the con- converse of that, you can you get somebody with a uh, who's got
0: a lot of money and spits out something like the Poltergeist remake, <laughs> 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 or to reference what we just did a couple episodes, uh, Ghost Ship, you know. <laughs> You know they're they're not necessarily the best looking movies, right? Even though they probably had a big budget. Or what was it that uh, we did? Oh, uh, House of Wax. Like not that that movie looks yeah, shitty, but yeah. you get what I'm saying. Like you yeah, get yeah. you got that was a big budget on that movie, like forty million oh, yeah. for that kind of movie. Yeah. But you know, not to shit on him too much. I mean, this was his debut, and yeah. I mean you can you can tell the love is there. You know, yeah, the yeah, yeah. And and, it, and they tried to bring it all together. Up with
2: experience yet? Yeah. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah, like. I think it was literally like he made... Um, we'll go ahead and get into his resume since we're talking about him. He's direct. He's only directed four films, and not including the two short films, right? His first two short films were The Ninth Circle and Terrifier. Those are both what you see in this movie. It's the first part, you because know, there's three different parts of this movie, right? Because they're watching the tape, and you see three different parts. A horror anthology, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of, the first turned part into an anthology, anyways. The first part is The Ninth Circle, his first short film from 08. The second part, I guess they made... Like, you know, in the production of this film. And then the third part is the short film Terrifier, which, you know, leads you to the end of the movie there. After this, he he directed... This was, his, like I said, his feature film debut. He directed Frankenstein versus The Mummy two years later in 2015, then Terrifier in 2016, which, like Smoke said, I guess he ups his game. I haven't seen that one yet, but um, I, I take your word for it for sure. And I've heard enough about it to know I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's a lot better. Like I said, Terrifier 2, which is uh, currently filming, I guess, and will come out, you know, within the next year or so. So, like, you know, he didn't have a deep resume here, although he has worked on some other stuff, like, and makeup and special effects. So he does have uh, a little bit of background there. And he also wrote this, directed it. You know this is his all all up up down and sideways right it's it's all about uh damien leon so i guess you know i guess with that being said we'll go ahead and get into the a little bit of background you know that we could find i mean there's not as much background on something like this and there would be you know on some of the movies that we've done lately but there's a little bit but this movie was a direct to dvd release it was released here in the u.s on DVD on October 29th, 2013. So basically right at Halloween 2013 by Ruthless Pictures and it was distributed by Image Entertainment. This is an unrated movie, so I guess you know since it wasn't released or whatever, no MPAA ra- uh, ratings needed. The total runtime is 1 hour and 23 minutes. So it's a it's a pretty quick little movie, you know, like it doesn't. It doesn't overstay its welcome. I don't think too much. There's a couple of parts that drag a little bit. But you know, and that's all subjective. When we'll get into that. Yeah. It's, yeah. If you got a, if you got an hour, a movie that's under an hour and a half, and it drags, it's you got a problem. <laughs> yeah, you got a shitty movie. Is what you got. But it doesn't, you know. There's a couple little parts, but nothing, you know, nothing major. It's on IMDb. It's listed as a horror slash thriller, obviously appropriate. So on IMDb, it has a rating of five stars out of ten. So it's an even five stars, and that's like five thousand something reviews there. So over on Rotten Tomatoes, it does not have a score on the tomato meter, which means there wasn't enough critic reviews to aggregate a score. But the audience score is not very good. It is 32% (laughs) out of 370 user ratings. Not not very good. Uh, um, opinion there but I'll I'll go ahead and uh, read the the brief uh, synopsis that they have up on Rotten Tomatoes for it a group of friends who played a cruel prank on an innocent little girl what the this isn't the damn synopsis for this
2: movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like wait I don't remember a a cruel prank what the fuck let me read the uh, synopsis on IMDB because at least it's brief but it's it's actually for this movie (laughs) so the synopsis on IMDB is a babysitter finds a VHS tape which features various sinister murders performed by a psychotic clown. Um, that's a pretty uh, appropriate setup for don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, apparently, like, they wanted... I saw something that, like, uh, whoever was producing this movie, which the producers that I saw were Jesse Baggett, Gary Lasavio, and Lissandro Novello. They wanted something... Uh, appar- apparently, they wanted something that was like, we want to make an anthology that's got, like, uh, here's, a, here's a, a little short part from this director, a little short part from this director, and so on. And I guess they came to him and he's like, uh, no, I don't want to do it that way. I want I want to do the whole thing. Like, I've got an idea. Let me do the, you know, basically do the whole thing. So I guess he came up with a good enough idea and they were like, all right, cool, let's do it. You know, so that he took, like I said, those two short films, married them in, you know, made stuff around it. And voila, here we go. The Ninth Circle, which was the first part, actually had like some footage that wasn't included in the original short film. So I guess they kind of went and added some stuff to it there, you know, kind of puffed it up a little bit in this one. The second part segment um i saw uh <laughs> i saw a quote from him this is off of wikipedia it says in regards to the film's second segment leon stated a lot of people asked me why we didn't do another art the clown story and i felt if i gave people another 15 or 20 minutes of him killing someone it would take away from the impact of terrifier which was the last part you saw he originally intended for the alien in the second segment to be created using puppetry but due to time and budgetary constraints, the alien was portrayed by actor Brandon Despain in a costume. Which, I, as as it was going on, I'm sitting there thinking, like, man, this is like a low rent Predator, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like if a kid drew an alien and then put it in the in the in the whole Predator concept. This is what you get, you know? <laughs> and then while you're walking
1: around, you act like you're in water.
0: Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, like you wave your arms around like you're swimming.
1: <laughs> and this fits in the the, the whole movie, how? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Don't worry about the, it. The alien it just he just caught a feed
2: uh, from 1980, whatever it was of the of the Bengals. You know what? Well, like an Egyptian. So you. Fit yeah. it, that's how you do it. That was their frame of reference for landing here. Was yeah. the Bengals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like in the you know the Critters movie we watched, where their frame of reference was uh, what
0: was it Power of the Night that yeah. video? Oh you know? God, I forgot about that. <laughs> yep. How could I forget? <laughs> but you're right. It was first released on, like I said, it was released on DVD October 29, 2013. But it was actually released on Blu-ray as a double feature with the 2013 film Mischief Night on September 9th, 2014. So, you know, give or take a a little less than a year later, it was released on Blu-ray. Image Entertainment, you know, who distributed it, they actually re-released the film on DVD September 13th, 2016 as a double feature with the 2015 film All Hallows' Eve 2. Which Which we might as well mention here. Doesn't really,
2: I don't even think that, that wasn't even Damien's movie. I believe there was another director of that one, I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure who the writers were on it. If it even had Art the Clown
0: in it. All I see here was that one was produced and directed by Jesse Baggett, who I guess was the producer on this one. Uh, yeah. Um, and that one has nine story segments in it. And they, <laughs> and I guess they went back to the original, well, that one has each segment is done by a different director. So I wow. guess they just completely decided to change it up and go back somewhat to the original concept from this one for that one. And I, like you said, I'm not sure uh, from what I see here, it doesn't ne- necessarily look like Art the Clown had anything to do with that one. So...
1: I'm sure we'll yeah, get
0: around I, I have seen that but I didn't think you did. I didn't think he was in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I could be wrong but I don't think so. But like I, I'm sure like you know we always say we'll eventually get around to it here on the spook show, <laughs> you know. You right. you do this long That's enough. There's plenty
2: we'll- of Halloween's. We got a lot more Halloween's to come. So yeah, fall in yeah. there somewhere I'm sure.
0: <laughs> There's always time at Halloween. So, yeah, I mean, like, uh, I guess we can go ahead and go into the stars themselves of the movie. This movie stars Katie McGuire as Sarah. Like, she's the uh, she's basically the main character other than uh, Art the Clown from this movie. She's the babysitter um, of the kids, you know, throughout the, the movie. You probably wouldn't know her from much else. I mean, she, she has 39 acting credits on IMDb, and most of it's like random episodes of TV shows, you know, some some of most of which, you know, probably have barely been heard of by most people. That her, her acting credits go all the way back to two thousand one, but mostly like I said, it's like episodes of Sex in the City, Rescue Me, Soap Operas like As the World Turns, stuff like that, you know, like not really much to, to speak of as far as movies are concerned. And definitely probably one of her few attempts to dip her toes in the horror game. This is pretty much it. Although she does have a a, a role in uh Terrifier. You know, the actual Feature film terrifier from 2016. Uh, it's not the same name character, so that tells me that you know it's, it's a different scenario there for that movie. But she is in it, which is kind of a, kind of a cool you know tip of the hat to this one, I guess. It also stars Catherine A Callahan as Caroline. Now she's the uh, the girl that I uh, I'm pretty sure is getting like terrified or whatever, right? And uh, the part with the, the second part with the alien, that's her. Oh yeah. Once again, kind of the same deal. It looks like she's been in some of the similar, some similar things as the first one we just talked about, Katie McGuire. Like uh, some of her credits are similar, so maybe they're kind of like a little team that does some stuff together. I'm not sure because <laughs> there's something called uh, uh, Li Divas or uh, Lee Divas. I'm not sure exactly how you say it, but uh, I guess it's like a show or something. And it looks like apparently both of them are in this thing, so there's some, there's definitely some connection there. And that show uh, that's on Showtime called Billions. I think they both had credits there too, so they must uh, do something together. I didn't see the connection before until just now, but she's got uh, uh, 21 credits on IMDb that go all the way back to 2003, uh, including an uncredited role in School of Rock, the Jack Black movie there. But um, she actually was in one episode of Chappelle's Show too. That's kind (laughs) of (laughs) cool. Which God knows what. It just says girl getting into club. You'd have to go back and watch and figure that one out if, uh, if you feel like making the effort. Uh, if nothing else, it's an excuse to go watch some more Chappelle shows. So there you go. <laughs> You're welcome. The kids, which I believe were Tia and Timmy, which I didn't really pick on, t- pick up too much uh, throughout the movie, but I- I'm pretty sure that's what their names are. Tia is played by Sidney Fryhofer, and, uh, which you wouldn't really know from anything else. And Timmy is played by Cole Matthewson, Same deal. I mean, he's only got like four credits you know, on IMDb. And uh, some movie or something called We Are Sasquatch. God knows what the hell that is. Oh, um, <laughs> basically, that, that, that's your main characters other than Art the Clown, which is played by Mike Gianelli. And like I said, he, which has kind of become somewhat of a modern day horror icon, you know, because of uh, Terrifier. And, and of course, these things. Well, but- actually, and uh, I don't know if we, we haven't talked about this yet, Mike Gianelli he plays uh, Art in this movie. But
2: the second movie, or Terrifier, they actually got a different person to play, uh, Art the Clown, who's, I guess, become his name is David howard thornton and so and he's playing him again in the second terrifier movie now they look i mean if you were to see him side by side as art the clown you could see the differences i mean it probably wouldn't necessarily recognize the differences just seeing a picture online or something yeah yeah but uh that other guy david howard thornton he's kind of he's he's got certain mannerisms i guess that he does with his face facial expressions that he's kind of made art the clown sort of his own i'm not sure what happened with mike giannelli why he didn't why he went with somebody else
0: yeah, I mean, I just kind of assumed it when uh, when I was reading that, but you're right. He's only got four credits on IMDb, Mike Giannelli. He played in the Ninth Circle, the short film, Terrifier, you know, those two short films. He was in another mm-hmm. short film called Stripes, which I'm assuming has nothing to do with the Bill Murray movie. And then this. He's Art the clown in this, All Hallows' Eve, and that's it. Like, he hasn't done anything in movies since, at least as far as acting is concerned. I don't see anything else. Yeah, I don't, like you said, you pointed out there, I'm not sure exactly what happened there, why they switched up with yeah, somebody else. Sure. But um, Well, is, we'll
2: delve into that, I'm sure, by the time we get to Terrifier. We yeah, yeah, maybe looking,
0: we can find out more information there. But So anyways, yeah, so there you go. Uh, that's, that's pretty much really the uh, only, you know, the main cast to point out. Hurry, hurry, step right this way, folks, for the most extravagant array of refreshment goodies ever assembled under one roof. Enjoy breathtaking, taste-tempting candies of finest quality. Enjoy popcorn exploded into tender, delicious, crispy bites of crunchy goodness. Enjoy the tops in cool, refreshing soft drinks. If you want to enjoy some refreshments, this is your opportunity. There will now be a short intermission. For you, the listeners of the All-American Spook Show podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And like we've said before, like, you know, on dozens of episodes now that we've been uh, talking about Audible, if you if you get the free trial, you get a credit. You can use that credit to get any book you want. If you're like, you know what, I'm, I don't want to pay for this. I'm, you know, I'm good with just this one book. You can cancel it, and they let you keep the book. So uh, that's definitely a big perk of uh, at least trying out the free trial, right? So since it's October, and, you know, we're approaching the Halloween... We're in Halloween season, I guess, but we're approaching the holiday itself... Uh, I've, I'll, I've pulled up a few uh, examples of some stuff that you can find on Audible to kind of get you in the Halloween spirit. You can actually listen to the official movie novelization of uh, 2018's Halloween, which is uh, by John Passarelli and narrated by Emily Sutton Smith, which is considerably longer than the movie itself. It's not, <laughs> it's just over nine hours long. So if you <laughs> if you wanted a, a longer, more specific version of Halloween, then... Uh, you can go. You can go find this on uh, Audible and listen to it. Halloween Party, a Hercule Perot mystery by Agatha Christie. That's on there. So um, I think those uh, Perot stories are always pretty good. And, and that should tie in with a. Isn't there a Perot movie coming out in the theaters, or may already? It seems like there's a Perot a movie Perot like every Perot few. There's a new Poirot movie every few years in some form <laughs> or another. It seems like. I know uh, this one was directed by Kenneth Branagh. Didn't he do uh, that one uh, that came out a few years ago, The uh, Murder on the Orient Express? Yeah, I think I could yeah, be was, wrong, but I think yeah, I think did so because this one is not uh, looking it
2: up. And what was this one now? I can't remember the name of this one. I just right. saw the preview for it because we saw <laughs> we we saw a movie the other night yesterday. It was uh, the trailer played in there. Now I can't even think of what the hell it was.
0: Um, so if you want a primer for that, you can go uh, find this one and pl- I'm sure plenty of other ones. But uh, one that she wrote, Agatha Christie wrote, called Halloween Party. The Halloween Tree by Ray Bradbury. Ghosts, goblins, murder, and madness. 20 tales of Halli- Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> e Let's have fun <laughs> on Halloween! Uh, <laughs> Fireside Stories Halloween Special. I mean, tons of uh, these, these uh, collections of... Uh, you know, spooky ghost stories and uh, haunted house stories and stuff like that. There's tons of those things on Audible. So, and plenty of stuff for the kids too. Like there's a, a one called The Best Halloween Ever by Barbara Robinson. It's like, it looks like a kid's book. Hocus Pocus and the all new sequel by Disney Press. So apparently that's uh, some kind of uh, sequel to Hocus Pocus if you're into that and plenty of other things. So, I mean, you just go on uh, Audible and if you just want to search Halloween or horror or anything like that, you'll come up with, Hundreds, not thousands of uh, examples of things to listen to if any of that strikes your fancy to download your free audiobook today go to audibletrial.com slash spookshow again that's audibletrial.com slash spookshow for your free audiobook so I guess uh, with all the paid advertisements out of the way for old Halloween um, we can (laughs) we can go ahead and get into the movie itself now uh, I guess we should have mentioned earlier but before I dive into it we are a spoiler podcast so if for whatever reason you haven't watched this movie, which we've already gave away a, a, a few plot points by this point, sorry. <laughs> but uh, you should probably pause it now. Go go check out the movie and then come back and listen to us talk about it. Because we, we go, we take a deep dive and, you know, we're going to spoil it for you. You've got the opening credits of the movie and then you see a couple kids, um, like, going through their candy. Because it's Halloween night and they've, they've already been out trick-or-treating and now they're kind of going through their stash. And they're sitting there watching uh, Night of the Living Dead, which I I find hilarious since that movie's like uh, public property now, right? (laughs) Yeah, I think
2: that's – I was going to make a mention of that. I think that's why you see this movie in a lot of horror movies. You see people, you know, they have the TV on and that Night of the Living Dead happens to be on this because of that, I think, because it was the copyright issue. They, They don't have to pay for the
0: rights to use it. Yeah
2: but uh so not it only up
0: and, so not only hmm. is it like one of the better horror movies that you can watch it's free for anybody to use and manipulate so <laughs> yeah. so you see it you see it quite a bit and like you said I'm sure that's why they use it here cuz they didn't have to pay jack shit for it so what you know I, I'm I'm assuming what, what age would you assume these kids are probably around 10 11 12 so probably around 12ish yeah. I guess Somewhere in there yeah yeah like okay. I, you know I I think it would take a certain kind of kid to want to sit around at like that age and watch Night of the Living Dead you know like <laughs> That's not one of the ones you usually, that's not your pull on Halloween night, you know, unless you're a certain kind of kid. You know, for the most part, you're going to be watching, uh, what, some cartoon, or uh, what, what maybe at worst, like Hocus Pocus or Mr. Boogity or something on Disney Plus. But <laughs> no, they're watching
1: Night of the Living Dead. Or maybe the other All Hallows Eve. <laughs> yeah,
0: All Hallows <laughs> Eve 2, or that one from a few years later that uh, apparently has nothing to do with this
1: one. Uh, that one. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: that Or uh, one of the ten different versions of trick-or-treat, trick-or-treat, treats, trick. Uh, (laughs) Don't watch anything about turning tricks, kids. Um, (laughs) That's right, because turning tricks are not for kids. Tricks are for kids, but not turning tricks. That might take you down a different path than one that might lead you (laughs) to drugs, and we don't want that. Anyways, back to the movie. So they're watching Night of the Living Dead and going through their stash. And then the boy, like, dumps his uh, bag of candy out on the floor, and then there's a videotape in there. Like, wouldn't you think you'd notice, like, if you're trick-or-treating, that somebody slips in a, a fucking VHS tape in, like, one of those hard shell cases into your bag? <laughs> 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 I guess, you know, that. granted now, you know, there's a little bit of a magical, uh, I, I don't know, however you want to frame it, there's some magical type shit going on here, right? But you'd think you'd notice if a videotape just suddenly got dropped into your... Uh, your uh halloween stash bag but whatever so they're instantly like oh let's watch the tape and she's like no i don't know if we should just plug in some random tape it could be a a pervert put that in there you know make you look at his dong or something you know whatever (laughs) which that's what i would have said here
1: we'll put it in yeah that's what he said yeah
0: (laughs) that's instantly what like look, i can tell you right now if my son comes back in his bag of candy with a videotape I'm not just going to like, all right, let's plug it in and check it out. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to go, uh, if I watch this at all, I'm going to go screen it in another room where he's nowhere nearby. And then <laughs> and then if it's uh, the kind of video Daddy likes, then uh, all of a sudden the, vi- the video will just disappear.
1: Boy, boy it's bedtime. But it's 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I said, baby. <laughs>
0: When I say bedtime, I mean it. Mm. (laughs) 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 So anyways, uh, so they decided to like, uh, all right, we want to see it. So she's like, all right, you go over there and I'll check it out. And if it looks like it's something crazy, then, you know, y'all ain't ain't watching it. So she starts watching it and it's like a, uh, it's like a scary movie instantly. You know, you can figure it out. So then, uh, the the boy and the girl kind of walk into the room, and now they're all of a sudden they're sitting there watching it. All right, so you start the first segment. A girl or a woman is uh, standing there waiting for a train, like she's on a train platform. All of a sudden, a clown shows up out of nowhere. Like she was, well, she, she's sitting on like a bench, right? And then all of a sudden, he's sitting across from her, and then all of a sudden, he's sitting yeah. right beside her, and he's kind of goofing with her, like honking his horn and just kind of messing with her. And all of a sudden, he just uh, grabs a hold of her and sticks her with a syringe and knocks her out. Um, she wakes up and she's chained, like she's got like a chain around her, uh, her neck, right? I guess he put the, whoever put the chain on put it around different parts, the different girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but she's chained up and then all of a sudden two other girls show up and they're like, yeah, we're chained. And like, occasionally somebody will come through here and just like grab the chain and drag you down that hallway there. The other girls' names are Sarah and Kristen. And it turns out this, the, the, the original girl, her name is Casey. Pretty much instantly as they're like talking about, they're freaking out and they're talking about what's going on, Sarah is pulled away. Somebody just grabs the chain and pulls her down the hallway. She's gone. Then, like, they decide to go down the little uh, passageway there. And uh, as they're looking, or they're, uh, Casey is trying to, like, break the chain, right? She's got, like, a rock or something. She's trying to break the chain. All of a sudden, this fucking, like, messed up-looking mutant guy just jumps and attacks Kristen, chops her arm off, and then just starts hacking her with a meat cleaver. <laughs> and then, but miraculously, he manages manages to cut cut Casey's chain. So she takes off running she goes down like the other side of this corridor and then like all of a sudden like this this homeless guy like a hobo pushing a buggy and she's like help me help me and then she looks up at the guy and he's got no face (laughs) and he he
1: had a face at first yeah
0: yeah he had like a normal face at first and then like she looks up at the guy or something and all of a sudden he like his face is gone and he grabs a hold of her cut to her tied up to like to a table or something right and all of a sudden there's just like these monsters and demons and witches like (laughs) all around like literally like a witch like you know uh yeah, yeah well, stirring like, the pot like, Yeah, stir- stirring stirring <laughs> the boiling pot over in the corner like you know <laughs> there's there's some monster looking dudes, some demons, whatever the fuck is going on here. Uh you look over in the corner and there's a pregnant girl tied up like hanging from the ceiling and then uh, a few of them go over and they gutter like they cut her open and I guess they kind of I guess they pull the baby out. Blood comes out, they catch it in the little goblet, the little chalice they have there. Um and then they hand it over to some dude that I'm assuming is Satan himself. I mean it almost <laughs> looks like uh Tim Curry from uh that movie Legend. Oh, from Legend yeah, like yeah, Darkness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever they call I I guess they never actually called him Satan, right? He's something else. Whatever the hell he was in that yeah, movie. I think they but, just called
2: him Darkness. I think it was his name in the movie, even though he's supposed to be Satan figure. Yeah, basically
0: a Satan, yeah. The funny thing is for me, uh it's always like anytime I see Satan and it looks kind of like that, that's instantly what I go to. Like, oh, yeah, it's <laughs> they just ripped that off from Tim Curry in uh, that movie Legend, you know? <laughs> and by the way, I remember that scaring the total shit out of me when I was a kid.
2: Yeah, that's a that was a damn
0: fine makeup job there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the if horns you, and everything? Yeah. If you don't, I mean, like, the movie itself, I, mean, I haven't watched it in a long time, and I'm sure the movie itself isn't as memorable as just Tim Curry's Satan get-up in that movie, man. Like, that sticks with you, you know? Like, you remember that. So, But anyways, yeah. so he kind of looks like that, although the horns aren't as big, like, you know, an elaborate, like, you know, rolled-around ram horn-looking thing, but he's got horns and everything. He takes the goblet of blood and drinks it. And then basically it's like he's kind of like pulls the hood down and you see his horns and he's kind of going toward her and then it just cuts. So I, I'm assuming that means like, I don't know what the hell it means, right? I think <laughs> <laughs> Satan got her? I, I don't know. I mean, what's the point of this uh, this whole segment <laughs> here, right? <laughs> she was sacrificed to Satan by some uh, some demons down in the sewer. Like, what the hell was this? The, the, I guess the, they don't name this this uh, segment in the movie, but this was the short film, The Ninth Circle. You know, glean from that what you will. So you cut back to the babysitter. Her name is Sarah. She's like, all right, that's enough of this. She cuts it off, and basically she puts the kids to bed. The girl is freaked out, but the boy is kind of like, he, he's way too all about it, right? Like <laughs> He's he's all into it. That was like me at that age. Yeah. yeah. All right, where was these CHS tapes when I was you know, going trick-or-treating? Yeah. Where are these <laughs> random... Pervert, I mean, uh, VHS tapes put into my uh, Halloween treat bag. Well, luckily you didn't find one of these. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking to you right now. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> the way it all ends. So basically, she ships them off to Thanks bed. Thanks for spoiling it. Yeah, damn it. I warned everybody. Well, I still haven't watched this movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> so the girl's freaked out. So, but, so she goes in there and uh, lays down and sleeps with you know sleeps with her brother. What does the babysitter, Sarah, what does she decide to do? She goes back downstairs and like pours a glass of wine and decides to put the tape back in. <laughs> so now you're into the second segment and the, the the woman is talking on the phone she just moved into a new house her name is caroline i guess her, i guess it's her husband I'm, i don't know if they ever say whether uh the, the, john is either her husband or boyfriend but he's not there and i guess she's kind of unpacking the house she's talking to someone on the phone and she says that john woke up randomly and like had to uh paint this weird painting and it's creepy but you don't see it because it's covered up with like a cloth or something right or like a a sheet clearly you know you're coming back to that right (laughs) they didn't just mention it for no reason she also
2: makes the uh makes the i don't know if they just recently moved or what right but she makes the makes you let you know that they're out in the country now and all you hear is crickets outside like Like nothing there's like there's nothing around them
0: yeah they just moved from the big city and now they're out in the middle of nowhere and of course the lights go out in the house and she hears noises she tries to use the phone the phone's not working so she's like, fuck that. Now, this is one of those moments where you're like, hey, somebody in a horror movie made a wise decision. She's like, fuck this, and goes out and gets in the car. I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm getting the hell out of here. But of course, the car won't start. We should. Uh, we... the old horror cliche, number yeah, one. Right? Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if you're a longtime listener of The Spook Show, you should take a shot every time you hear The, the Car Won't Start. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to all uh, uh, nearly 40 episodes in a row, you'll be very drunk.
1: No, 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 no. You're okay to have a shot once every hour.
0: Yeah, it'll all it'll all equal out. Just don't do it with milk. That might end badly. So there's a light blinking outside. As she sees this, John calls on the phone, and she tells him like something like something's going on here. Like, you know, I couldn't use the phone earlier. The car won't start. I'm I'm hearing noises. There's blinking lights. I don't know what the hell. Whether it was a plane or a helicopter or whatever. And then that's when she realizes there's something in the house. Or actually, as the viewer, you realize there's something in the house because something moves behind her. So there's clearly definitely something in the house. She goes along, all of a sudden, a damn, like, alien robot jumps up <laughs> jumps up out of nowhere and starts chasing her. As she's, like, looking around. She does the old flashlight movement, and all of a sudden something moves, and it turns around, and it's, like, exactly the way your generic alien looks kind of in the face, right? The long face with the big eyes, except mm-hmm. it's, like, half, half robot-looking thing because it's got, like, a... Pr- it's got a weird, goofy-looking alien predator vibe to it, like I said earlier. Uh, and it starts chasing her around. Yeah, like like you say, the face, it looks like the, the average. Uh,
2: what, what I think there's a name for that type of alien. The, the grays, like the color gray, mm. gray aliens, the grays sort of. Yeah, kind of. The ones with the typically elongated face and the oval eyes.
0: If, you've, if any of you have ever seen the show American Dad, the little alien that lives in the house with them, Roger, <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like in the face, right? The, the generic alien look with the the top of the head is really big, but the chin is small, big eyes, that kind of deal. But it's like it's like Predator, right? Like it's it's almost like it's got yeah, armor. It's got, a,
2: it's got some kind of a backpack Well, it's got the whatever it breathes and its natural, light, you know, planet yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's like a tank, air an oxygen tank, supply whatever. Supply like tank, tank thing with some kind of lights on them with like. Like '50s style sci-fi
0: lights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I, I it, like. And like uh, Will, uh, Will said earlier, it walks around like it's swimming, like it's kind of waving its arms, like woo, like <laughs> as it's coming toward her. So she it chases her around. She hides, and then all of a sudden, it. I guess it's got some kind of device, or maybe it itself. I'm not sure. Makes this real high-pitched noise, kind of like a squeal, scream, or something. Her nose starts bleeding. Everything. She screams, and that helps. That helps the alien find her. It gets a hold of her. She manages to like push it away and she runs again. So she's hiding underneath the stairs. John calls her again. And so, but the phone ring alerts the alien where she's at. It like pulls the door off and like grabs a hold of her and like drags her through the house. Uh, And as she's being dragged, she uncovers the painting, that creepy painting from earlier. And it's a painting of Art the Clown. The end of that segment. Now, once again, weird segment right like and it doesn't really play with any other part of this movie in, in a way right <laughs>
1: at all
0: yeah <laughs> and then they just shoehorn <laughs> yeah they, then they just shoehorn him in with like a a, a a you know cheap-ass picture they didn't they did and they didn't just uh explain why that would stop the alien why did it end there right like what happens to her what happens to the alien none of it makes sense but
2: the aliens afraid of clowns and he just flew yeah. the hell off
0: <laughs> I'm thinking like once they kind, kind of slow, slowly you slowly see the sheet pulling down I'm thinking like oh man it's going to have like a picture of him right like her uh, her husband or boyfriend or whoever saw this alien before it happened you know kind of full circle kind of thing but no it's a picture of the fucking clown Like what? <laughs> you know, or, or maybe it's actual face
2: because you know you, you get the idea that that, that stereotypical alien face is mask. like a mask right? Yeah. It looks like it's a mask it's yeah. wearing like, but you don't ever see its face
0: mm-hmm.
2: more, it would have made maybe more sense there if it had been whatever the alien's face looked like under the mask.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but
2: no, they right.
1: Maybe I'm going too deep on this one. All right, so it's an alien. Mhm. Maybe it can shapeshift and after it saw the picture of Art the Clown, then it transformed into Art and that's where he came from. He's awesome. actually an alien. So
2: we're coming back to the critters reference.
1: <laughs> yes. You just <laughs> blew funny. my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know you know, the director's actually amazingly gonna be listening to this and like, Jesus Christ, I thought that was obvious. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> or he's just sitting there silently like smoking a cigar and drinking some bourbon and like, My God, <laughs> he had the right ending and I did and I blew it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Huck. Let's go make this again. Um, So now, like, so that's the end of that segment. So now you cut back to the babysitter, Sarah. She, like, she's freaked out, which really, I mean, that wasn't really that scary, right? Like, why the fuck would that freak you out? But whatever. She cuts it off, and she hears something in the house. So she goes, she just figures it's the kids, like, you know, they, they didn't go back out of the bed. So she goes to investigate. She goes in, and the kids are in bed, and uh, the kids thought it was her making a noise outside the door. So now you're getting those clues, like, uh, there's something going on in this house. So she goes back downstairs. Uh, she's creeped out, but she goes ahead and turns the tape back on.
1: <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a movie without the third segment, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. She's like, how can I, she's talking to herself. She's like, how can I tell uh, uh, the, the girl not to be scared if I'm, if I'm scared myself? Here, I'm going to hit play.
1: This is horrible. I should probably call a friend and... You know, just have them
0: sit here with me yeah <laughs> so the third the third segment starts which like we mentioned before this segment is actually you know the the original short film terrifier so it starts with a woman driving down the highway like you know one of those backwater kind of curvy road highways a lot of curves on this road right like either that or they keep using the same like two shots of really steep curves over and over again <laughs> in this little segment she's low on gas, so she has to stop and get some gas she goes to the she stops there at the gas station all of a sudden uh, 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 there's a loud noise and Art the Clown which at this point you don't know his name is Art the Clown right but a clown that same dude the clown runs out and the gas station attendant is chasing him. He's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? You went in there and pissed everywhere and rubbed shit on the walls." <laughs> um,
1: Let's see if you just let that happen, man. Everybody would still be alive.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is what sent him. This is what sent him on the murderous rampage. <laughs> this gas station attendant not letting him piss everywhere and rub his shit on the walls. Um, Jesus Christ, man! I have have one fantasy, nobody will let me have it. <laughs> Which I, I'll point out before we continue, like, that kind of does add to the, uh, not the piss and shit, but just the fact that uh, Art the Clown doesn't say anything, right? That kind of adds to the creepiness of it all, right? That like It's almost like he's a mom in a way, like, he never says anything.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I guess that's kind of why it's a, like, it's, it's, a, it's a creepy makeup job to begin with, the whole thing, right? But then you add in the fact that he doesn't really say anything. He just kind of, like, points and laughs and makes little movements and stuff, and but does fucked up stuff. But I think that's what, for me at least, that kind of adds to the creepiness of it all. Is that he doesn't say a word. Like, there's no motivation, obviously no remorse or anything like that. Like it's just like a, a fucking demon that's a clown or something, right? <laughs> Whatever the hell he is. So, anyways, so guys, like,
1: guys, I think we missed a huge opportunity. What was it? What was that we should have found somebody that was terrified of clowns and then watched it with them?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe maybe and we can, have
1: to be on the podcast.
0: Maybe we can do that for Terrifier. <laughs> we'll just find someone we know that really hates clowns, and we'll watch that one.
2: And then we'll actually get an art the clown costume. <laughs> yeah,
0: and,
2: and then you'll the some more. And then sneak you know up, what? sneak up behind let's, them. <laughs> what? Let's yeah, go yeah. the extra
1: mile. Let's hire the guy.
2: Yeah, the actual. Well, I I have met him at a convention. He'd probably do it for the right amount of money.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, Patreon. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, there you go. If you donate enough on Patreon, we can <laughs> we can hire this dude to scare the shit out of somebody. Anyway, so getting back to this uh, last segment of the movie, so he ch- the the gas attendant like chases uh, the clown away, um, and he's giving her directions to wherever it is she's trying to go. And then they hear a noise inside the gas station. So the attendant goes inside to check, and then like she stands there for a minute, like you know uh, he hasn't come back out. She decides to go on in, and she's looking for him. Then she cuts the corner, and then the clown is inside there sawing the dude's head off with like a like a fucking hacksaw if i don't if i recall correctly she doesn't even scream right she just kind of like stands there like <gasps> and then just runs <laughs>
2: <Like> <laughs> he's, I, he's already kind of did, pretty much partially dismembered him right i think his arm has already been cut off and laying on the floor or something. yeah yeah and the hand and as he, well <laughs> and,
0: and as she comes in he's hacking on his head but like head, she, yeah <laughs> she, she she reacts to it but it's not like the reaction i would probably have of, like, (laughs) I'd probably shit my pants and faint right in the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'd either beat the shit out of them because I just saw the dude hacking a dude's head off, right? Like, one of the others (laughs) probably going down, fight or flight.
1: I'd take it a step farther. She already had the directions to get the hell out of there. Why did she go into the building? (laughs) I'd have been like, man, well, I was really waiting for the guy to finish reading me what he wrote. But since he wrote it, I'm going to head on out.
0: Yeah, it was probably just a tire (laughs) that fell over. Everything's cool. I'm leaving. (laughs) But no, she goes in to investigate and then finds this murder scene. So she freaks out, as you would, you know, enough at least to get the fuck out of there. She leaves, gets in her car, heads out, and then she calls 911, or she calls someone on the phone, which you assume is 911, right? Then as she's driving down the road, the damn clown is on the side of the road holding a sign that says circus on it. (laughs) <laughs> so, obviously, she's, what the fuck is going on here? And she, you know, she guns past him. And uh, then she almost, like, hits a car head on. Stops in the middle of the road. And then as she's sitting there kind of, like, you know, freaking out and, like, all right, all right, you know, get your, get your shit together. Kind of talking to herself. There, of course, the clown pops up and, like, hits the window. And she takes off and leaves again. Um, she eventually comes upon a car that's, like, broke down on the side of the road, like, with blinkers on. She goes over and uh, there's a woman, like, leaned over on the... Steering wheel. She, I guess, she kind of pulls her back, and her face is all dis, disfigured. Right, it's like it's, it's damn near like her face has been pulled off, and her hands have been chopped off. So she's just got like two nubs, but she's still alive, and she's just kind of like, you know, saying gibberish, whatever the hell to her. So she freaks out, gets in the car, and leaves again. She again picks up the phone and calls 911 or calls someone. All of a sudden, he pops up from the back seat, puts a plastic bag on her head. She manages to get the bags bag off her head, but then slams and slams the brakes and then runs into the woods where there's a shed so she goes in the shed and locks herself up in there kind of sits there with her head down like you know maybe even falls asleep so then the clown manages to dig himself i guess up underneath the damn door or something (laughs) (laughs) and he digs himself from underground like right next to her and uh then starts beating the shit out of her with a chain now this chain is weird right it's got like Syringes knives and, and knives and, and, and shit, and shit and on the end of this. And- yeah,
1: <laughs> and uh, somehow that like
2: a it's kind of like an insane clown Swiss Army knife
1: or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good. I was thinking about like a demonic cat of nine tails. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Rider ain't got shit on this. Yeah. Um, but she like I guess a knife falls off this thing or whatever. She grabs a hold of it and stabs him with it, and that puts him down. So that that allows her to take off and run. She runs out to the street, and this dude in, uh, uh, pulls up in a car and picks her up. You know, she gets in the car with him, and she's telling him, like, somebody's after me, like, you know, he just beat the shit out of me. You know, they're going on down the street. And then all of a sudden, the clown pulls up in his car, which w- would have been awesome, by the way, if he had a clown car, right? Like, killer yeah. killer clowns from outer space type situation. where <laughs> It's like this uh, <laughs> uh, goofy clown car, but now it's just a regular car. Dude pulls up. Pulls out a pistol and shoots the dude right in the head as they're driving down the road, which of course causes the car to slam head-on into a tree. She wakes up and now she is strapped down to a table somewhere in some you know undisclosed location.
1: Well, it makes it look like it's a hospital almost.
0: Yeah, kind of like with the lights yeah. and everything. Like kind of play with
2: your uh, kind of you know I guess setting you up to like where is she type thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah and she got galls too, on herself. her face. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's got words written on her pig slut cunt and bitch written on her body like cut into her carved into her. yeah and then it pulls back and like of course uh the clown is over her like la- well, he's laughing but it's not really making a noise right she's kind of like, you know like making fun of her and he's standing over her and he, clearly he has done this and cut off both of her arms and her legs and uh in one description that i saw it said it cut off her breast i didn't really notice that but i guess you know i'd have to go back and uh look at it i guess but so that's kind of the last image you see of this segment of it now the babysitter sarah she cuts off the tape and then it's pretty much instantly the phone rings and it's someone on the phone being chased now if i'm putting two and two together here right she's basically talking to the girl in this last segment yeah that's what it sounded like to me like you know the, the girl yeah yeah,
1: me too and then and for me at least in this movie like that was like the one besides the the, the clown itself like, that was like the one part of the movie where it's just like shit this is pretty cool
0: <laughs> yeah like it's a- a good it's a good work back into the you know what you've just seen like I'm thinking it's like uh, maybe the friend that she was talking to on the phone earlier but then I'm like wait a minute I'm pretty sure she's saying like verbatim what the girl from that last segment just said as she's being chased down the road yeah. by the clown then the tape the VCR tape comes on by itself the clown appears in a room on the TV he's in this room and he's walking toward the screen then it's almost like he comes up to the screen and puts his hands on the glass right and he's looking up at her as she's standing there staring at it. And then you can see, like, behind her, he's in the room, like, sitting on the couch. And then she looks back at the TV, and then she can see herself with him sitting on the couch behind her. She turns around, he's not there. Looks at the TV, he's there. And he kind of gets up and comes toward her. And uh, he, I, I think he honks the little horn, like, meh, meh, you know, the little clown horn that he's got. Mm. Um, she grabs the tape out of there and, like, breaks the tape. Then upstairs, she hears the kids scream. And as she's going upstairs, the clown pops up. And once again, he's doing like that fake, like mock laugh kind of thing. She goes into the bedroom and then the kids severed heads, bloody heads are on the bed. The word Art is written on the wall in blood. So I think this is the first mention of like, okay, that's Art the Clown, right? Like they never say the name. But you see art yeah, on the walls, so and yeah, yeah. So yeah. now you make the conclusion that you know, I guess this is where they get Art the Clown from, right? Then the credits start, and then they kind of instantly like, kind of like you know, do the VHS tracking, blah, 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 you know, kind of thing. And then you see that same scene, pretty much that you just saw a few minutes ago, again, where uh, Art the Clown is in that room, kind of coming towards the TV, and then it cuts, and uh, then you have the credits. So, there you go. There is uh, All Hallows Eve from 2013. So, Will, what's your star rating for this? What do you think?
1: I, I think I'm probably going to go with about two and a quarter on this one. Like There was some good things to it. There were some things I didn't like. But overall, I mean, it, I would say it's probably worth watching. But just, just go in with the anticipation of the quality may not be there.
0: So, you're going to go with uh, two and a quarter. Yeah. Professor, what do you think?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got, like I said, this is the second time I've seen it. And I liked it a little bit, little bit more this time around. I'd probably go with the uh, uh, two and three quarter stars i think uh again like will say it's you know the budget's not there of course that's not a, anything i really docked too many points for i think his heart is definitely there he's a big horror fan and it shows uh, i think he had a lot of good ideas in the movie it's just needing uh, you know the budget to carry through those ideas and and once we get to terrify you'll see that he did have that and uh also you, you know you want to see more of art you do in Terrifier. so i think he he definitely used what he learned on this movie and took it to the next one so uh, but yeah, this one I go with two and three quarter stars. Enjoyed it again, the second time around.
0: I think uh, I'm going to land somewhere basically almost exactly right in between you guys. I'm going to go with two and a half stars. Smoke. I kind of mirror exa- you know, what you said. I mean, like, I'm not necessarily going to drag it too much for being low budget. I mean, because sometimes, you know, that yeah. that's that that's kind of oh, yeah. what makes the, uh, some of these movies kind of cool, right? You know, just yeah. that low budget a- aspect to it. And I think everything you see there is pretty practical. And I think some of the effects are pretty good oh, yeah. too.
2: Yeah, they're pretty good. I think those, <laughs> like we just mentioned, that last scene with. It's a really gruesome scene with the two kids severed heads I mean that, that that the effects didn't work and that was really well done as far as the you see a lot of severed head effects or whatever and sometimes it just looks like latex severed head that barely looks like the actors or whatever you know that I think <laughs> they did a really good gruesome job on that last thing anyway, as well as the uh, ha- art hacking up the, the guy in the, the last segment you
0: know to me the I think the the, the the severed heads looked a little better on like the other shots the first shot it kind of like what the, it kind of looked cheap for a second there like I'm like what yeah, the for, yeah yeah the yeah, first shot but then the, the other yeah, angle the other angles they showed it was like it looked a yeah. little better so I don't know exactly how that all went down but uh maybe it was just the weird angle of it and just the shock of it I don't know but but yeah I mean I can't take too much away from it for that but and and the acting yeah it ain't all that great and you could definitely tell the quality difference and you talk about like experience right and getting better as time goes on to me, you can tell the quality difference between that first segment to the third segment. Oh, yeah. In terms of, like, you know, c- clearly he had made that first segment, like, one of the first things he ever did. And then that third yeah. segment, Terrifier, was a little bit later on. That third segment was definitely the best segment of the three. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think oh, we, all, yeah. we all agree he, on that, he put right? put it
2: together properly, you know. Like, he, he knew how to build at least from his, whatever you want to call it, if you want to call it your weakest point to your strongest point. And you, he knew yeah. what to put where and how to build on it. But that first segment, you can see what well, didn't really it had an idea there, you know, know, a creepy idea of the people getting dragged by the chains and stuff. but it didn't really have a whole lot of meat to it. Yeah. And then the second story, you know, kind of built on from there. It was a little bit better storyline wise, maybe. And then, uh, even if the alien was a bit, you know, a little hokey or whatever, as far as his look and his movements and stuff,
0: I could get, uh, I could get past that. I could get past that if it made sense. Yeah. Like it didn't fit with anything else. And really the story itself just didn't make any sense. Like you're building up (laughs) this, this story with this alien chasing this woman randomly around a house. And the, uh, and the payoff or the conclusion of that is he just pulls a cloth off of a painting and it's fucking Art the Clown. Like, that that made no sense to me, right? <laughs> Let's just find a way to get him in there, I guess. But, like, I, I don't know. Whatever.
2: Kind of like uh, like uh, when they fit in, uh, what's the name, into, uh, I know y'all haven't seen it yet, but La Llorona, you know. <laughs> Make it part of the uh, Conjuring what's... Universe. Let's put Father, uh, yeah. put Father Perez. Now,
0: that, that I can get behind if they pull off that, that sheet and it's a picture of Father Perez. i'm all the hell the way in now (laughs) but yeah like like i said as you can see even in this movie it gets better as it goes along you could tell the guy learned the craft better from say the first segment to the third segment and then you know maybe they didn't come up with the best way to bring it all together and make it work but i think they did pretty good considering you know like i think these tied together anthology type things are a little harder to pull off than some people think they are to make to have three or four different segments put them in wrap them around something that doesn't necessarily make sense at first but then eventually makes sense is not easy to do and that's where they were they weren't quite as successful in this but you know it's it's, it's a watchable picture but then you get something like trick-or-treat right where yeah, all these segments that you see come together, like holy shit, in, oh, in yeah. a perfect way toward the end, and plenty of other examples like Creep Show and you know things from the past, but yeah, yeah. but just
2: speaking of like Halloween related, I mean, there's there's more than a handful of horror anthologies that are Halloween themed, and there's plenty of them out there that are much worse than this one. I mean, I'm sure at some point oh, yeah. we'll get to some of those too, but mm-hmm. I mean, there's tons of them out there, and uh, I think yeah, yeah he does a, real, a decent job, I think, of putting all that together. And
0: I think in I think in conclusion, it all it all works well enough. It's an enjoyable hour and 23 minutes and it and it kind of gave birth to a a kind of a modern day horror icon in art the clown so you know it has its place you know you i guess we'll see as 10 15 20 years down the road as things you know as time passes where this kind of thing stands for that it's unique more of a unique place in horror history so to speak than most of these like you said do you know and it's got a cohesive story, and they do pretty well with it. I think we all enjoyed it enough, though, to recommend it. If you've made it this far and you haven't seen it, uh, you know, based on ratings there and what we've said, I think you should definitely go check it out. I think it's worth a watch. Uh, before we go any further, uh, Smoke, what's your uh, gore score?
2: Uh, the gore score. This one's pretty. This, at least this one. This one's got some meat on its bones, so to speak. Yeah. You know, you're bumping it up here a little bit. So uh, overall, I'll probably go with the. Uh, I have to go with the salt. Pretty okay. Probably an eight. I would say for this one. Yeah, there you know it's, the bodily dismemberment and all this stuff. Then, then the two kids at the end—that's pretty messed up. So you almost got to bump it up a little bit more just for that.
0: Yeah, that they cut two kids' heads off.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the ultimate no, I mean, payoff over, of the movie. You know, it's not prolonged throughout the entire throughout the entire movie. It's not necessarily prolonged. It's certain segments. You know, like that alien segment was pretty much it was goreless. I think. Right. I don't think there's any necessarily gore in that one. No. The first segment was just sort of implied. I think. And, well, there was a little bit in, mm-hmm. in there with the, with the witches and all, that, that that segment with the
0: <laughs> oh yeah, but by the, the demons th- and the witches, but by the third one they they pregnant. turn the they turn the knob up. Oh yeah, overall, yeah, I think, I'd go with Nate. I think I ate solid enough for that one. Will, did you get a kill count on this one? Well, I was trying to go through and,
1: and think of it in my head. I mean, the first one, the only one you see die is the pregnant girl, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Now, you, I think you implied that yeah. the devil goes to the, goes over there and fucks her up, but you don't see
1: it happen, so. Yeah, definitely
0: yeah. the pregnant chick. And I think you even see her die. Like, they gut her, and then, like, she kind of, her head goes down, right? So, that's one. Yeah, and, that's then, one.
1: and then the the other girl that was too scared to move, she got chopped up.
0: Oh, well, and then the other girl that got pulled down the hallway, you got to assume she was dead,
1: right? Yeah, but you didn't see her get pulled down the, no, no, that was the girl that was pregnant, wasn't it?
0: Was it? Yeah. All right, well, that's a revelation to me, because I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't really make the connection there. But, yeah, it's, you're probably right.
1: So there's two in that one. Yeah. Okay. You can't say anybody died in the, the second one because, for all we know, that's an an abduction.
0: <laughs> there there might have been anal, anal probing, but not a a death that we saw.
1: Yeah. Two people in the third segment the the gas station guy
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the the driver. So that makes four. Oh two wait a minute. That's no. That's end.
0: three. Three in that segment, because remember the dude that got shot in the head. Yeah, the driver of the car. Right. Yeah, the driver of the car. Okay, you're right. Yeah, I, I was thinking that you're thinking of that woman that had no hands, but she wasn't dead. You're right. Remember the the other woman that was driving the car that like her face was all fucked up her and had no hands. But I guess yeah. I guess you assumed that she did not die. She was still alive. So okay, you're right. I'm sorry.
1: And then the two kids at the end. That's yeah. all I can think
0: of. So that would be a, a grand total six. of what, six. Yeah, that's probably about right. Unless you want
1: to count? Unless you want to count the the woman in the car, uh,
0: her she definitely could have died from what happened to her, but you don't you didn't see it happen, so I don't think you conclude that. Yeah, and I mean, I guess technically you could, and you could also include the girl from the first segment where the devil comes over and you know probably eats her or some shit. So. <laughs> but you don't see it, so so yeah, that's probably about right. So it's uh, it's either six or what eight or nine, something like somewhere in that range.
1: Or a billion. I mean, you know, that first <laughs> segment there were skulls and stuff on the floor. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> I think almost all these kill counts end in the same way. It's either five or it could be 422 because we don't, you know. <laughs> we'll, it's we'll 420. To, yeah, we could do like a uh, on-screen on-screen
2: kill count and then an implied kill count or something. Or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you really care enough to go down that little sub hole, we'll call that the uh, junk hole of the kill count. You can if you want to, but let's let's not. So, I guess uh that there's all Hallows Eve for you. Um so for the next episode, which shall be episode number 41, which I, by the way, we forgot to mention toward the top. This is episode 40. So, happy even number for us, right?
1: <laughs> we made it 40 episodes.
0: We're going to we're, we're not going to watch a movie like we normally do. We're just going to have kind of like a little discussion on this one, and we're going to come up with our own top 5 horror film remakes like if something came out back you know 10 15 20 years ago and then they decided to remake that movie so it's not necessarily like sequels or anything like that but like a total remake of a movie that came out previously that's basically the criteria Um, we'll each have our own top five list and we'll count down and we'll discuss each movie so a little different for us, but we figured it'd be kind of cool during the, uh, you know, the Halloween season during the month of October. You know, for some like kind of slightly different content, we'd go down the path of a top five list. So that will be the next episode coming to you next Monday. You guys got anything to add about All Hallows Eve or anything else before we, uh, before we shut it down today? i all good. good. All right. So, uh, as Art the Clown always says. <laughs> So, for uh, Professor and Will, I am Josh. We are the All-American Spook Show Podcast, and we will see you next week for our top five horror film remake list. Take it easy, guys.
1: Please replace the speaker on its rack when you're ready
2: to leave. Failure to do so will damage both the speaker and your car. We'll be grateful, and so will the patrons who follow you.